Yo, so this is Kieran for Getting Our Shit Together, and I am delighted to be able to say that I'm joined by Dale of Modern Validating. Now, I spoke to his protege, if you like, Troy. Uh, Dale is his mentor, so I'm really happy to be speaking to him. So, Dale, thank you. Thanks for being thank on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited, man. I'm ready to do this. Troy's interview was super dope. I was stoked when I when I uh, watched it. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm more than happy to be here for sure. Dude, awesome. I love the energy. So we, we've been having these lighting issues. So I'm in and out. But Dale's the one who's going to bring the content today and bring that that fire. So I think it's only appropriate that you're better lit. Um, so, man, listen, we were we were talking before the call. We were saying my brand is getting our shit together. So we're, we really focus on sort of five elements. So that's dating, fitness, finances, nutrition, and spirituality. With the idea being that at the moment, I really understand dating. I can help the, the viewer with that. Um, and the, the gimmick is, if you like, that we'll go on that journey together to learn about those other four disciplines and, and, and improve yeah, those. Right. Now, you are a chap who's uh, successful in a, in a few different domains. Um, so I know you, I mean, before the call, we were talking about your, your housing business um, yeah. and what you've got going on there. So look, I think today it'd be good to sort of talk in general about getting our shit together. But before that, could you just give us a little bit of an intro for yourself and, and what you're yeah, up to? Absolutely. So I'm Dale Valor. I started and I run Modern Valor Dating. Uh, we just hit our one year mark last week, you know, so... Um, you know, we're a newer company for sure. No doubt about it, but I've been involved in whatever you want to call it, quote unquote game or the pickup community, um, for 14 years. And I've been, I've been coaching guys for, uh, three or four years, you know, um, now. So yeah, man, I mean, look, um, we're, I'm really excited about all the stuff that we've got going on, things that are coming up in the future. We got a free program that's going to be coming out soon. That's 100% free. Wow. No, wow. nothing. You ain't got to send us a dime. It's going to be a full program, videos, copy, all that stuff. And uh, uh, we're, we're filming a boot camp this week and this weekend. That's going to be a part of it, too. So you can see what it's like working with us one on one. You know, it's, it's going to be super dope, man. I'm so excited about all the stuff that we got coming up. Well, just just for the completely uninitiated, what is a boot camp in return in, in terms of dating? Well, you know, basically what we're going to do is we're working with a guy uh, that lives here local to to me and Troy, uh, which is Detroit. And uh, we're going to help him. Uh, he's had some dating struggles, you know, getting out, being able to approach, being able to uh, carry a conversation with a woman, build some comfort, rapport, things like that. And, you know, so what we're going to do is we're going to do some classroom stuff and talk about different ways. See, I, look, you know, you hear a lot of guys talk about theory. And I'm not the guy to throw coaches under the bus. I don't talk bad about anybody. But all I'm, all I'm saying is anybody who knows anything about this community knows that theory is a buzzword. And so we're not theorists, man. We're practitioners. So what we're going to do is we're going to show this guy exactly how he should do it built around him. It's not a one-size-fits-all method. It's what works best for the individual. I tell people this all the time, man. It's not about um, – uh, 
you know, uh, how can I put it, man? It's it, it's not about, like I said, a one size fits all mentality. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Everything works, man. Uh, you know, direct, indirect, Tinder, uh, cold approach. Everything works. It's just a matter of what works best for the individual. I, I like I, I like what you're saying there because it, that is that's certainly uh, my approach. So if I have a client coming through the door, the first yeah. session that we're going to do is going to be a consultation. Let's yep. find exactly where you're at. Um, okay, we're, we're like exactly. So like okay, this is this is you know you know like and then and then from there we're able to build something. A lot of other coaches and a lot of quite esteemed. Um, guys have been doing this a long time, very much have sort of quite a rigid program. And fair enough, like this is a high ticket industry. So they get people through the door and they want that client, that customer with them for the next year or so. And maybe they're going to, maybe that client's going to pay them 8K for the next year. And it's very, very regimented and structured, but it loses a little bit of that bespoke nature that we're talking about where we can say, okay, because I mean, I, I've I've spoken to guys who are going on courses, and they're sort of saying, "Well, I'm not a beginner with this, but sometimes I I get thrown in with other beginners, and it's like I could skip half of that and and not right. spend that amount of money if you like." So, but no, but my yeah, but so my question is, sorry to cut you off there, but my question is, um, you've been doing this three four years. Did you have an idea to sort of go that that route, or did you always want to keep it very bespoke to the client? You know, it was funny, man. I'll just give you a, a real brief history. Um, so when I started out in this, you know, there was no uh, local community to me. It seemed like all like the, the the big coaches and mentors of the day, you know, those guys were in California, in New York, and in Florida, you know, in Detroit, it was like crickets, ghost town, you know. And for a long time, man, I thought I was the only one in metro detroit you know there's four million people that live around here i was the only one in metro detroit that even knew that pickup existed (laughs) you know and it took me 10 years to actually find a local community of guys that were interested in uh in learning this stuff but this is what i found man when i found that group you know they tended to be the most motivated individuals that I have ever came across. And when I say motivated, I don't just mean like, hey, let's get out and try to pull. Let's get out and try to get this girl's number. I mean, motivated across the breadth of their life. You know, we're talking about like financial things and and having a life plan and going out there and trying to execute it to the best of their ability, trying to level up in their job and all those things. And so that was motivating to me because I'm, I was already like that, you know? And so it was motivating to me to see a group of guys that was into just trying to be better, you yeah. know? And yeah, man. So I found it inspirational and then I wanted to inspire, you know, it, like reciprocal. And it didn't take long before I was part of the leadership of that community. We had a, a, a local group of about 300 guys and every month it'd be about 50 or 60 dudes meeting up and then going out afterwards. And it didn't take long before I was part of the leadership there. And then things kind of fell apart. I'm not going to go into all that, but things kind of fell apart. And I noticed so many guys were coming to me, maybe because I was a little bit older and experienced, you know, but they were coming to me 
asking for advice, asking for help. And I found myself being able to give the right advice at the right time that they needed to hear. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I think I could do this, you yeah. know? And I, I partnered up with somebody and we started a company and, and whatnot. And that kind of fell apart. But that's when I, that's when I started doing modern validating. Was that- I, said, I like this. It's just whatever the obst- obstruction in the way was, you just kept plowing forward. And just to sort of paint this thing, because I always want to, if someone's not listening, who's not, who is listening, sorry, who's not in this community, um, and wants to just sort of get their head around what we're saying here, because it can seem a bit odd, frankly, right? It's just like, what do you mean? What, 50, 60 guys are meeting up, and then they're all going out together, and what, they're swapping notes on how to pull women, and it's like, Kind of, yeah, but it's in a, it's coming from a wholesome place. Like consent is obviously always at the forefront of everything. I'm, I'm sure nope. you go through. You always reinforce safety. I, I tell my guys that all the time. Reinforce and safety. And for, sorry to interrupt, but for the most part, it's like some of these guys are nervous guys that they've not done this before. And you're just, it's like a bigger brother just being like, look, man, yeah. this is how it's done. I'll show you. Um, like I said, we're, we're always thinking about consent. And uh, and yeah, and then and some of the other guys. Not everyone's going to be nervous. Some guys are just like yourself. Are going to have a certain level of experience and be right. able to come in and be a bit of a mentor. And that's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to take a guy who's very nervous and bring him out of his shell. And then three years, you look down the line, he's got this fabulous wife, and like they're, they're starting a new family, and he right. might not have got there. His his DNA, like his his lineage, might have stopped at him. Unless you right. that that skill set, um, yeah. yeah. No, I just wanted to add that in, but yeah. Sorry, you were you were sort of yeah, saying. man. I mean, look, you know, this is what I find, and I'm a big believer in this: is that guys get into this community or whatever you want to call it, man, um, uh, subculture, whatever. Guys get into this because they're, they see a need in their life. They see uh, there's a pain point there. Hey you know, I had a crush on this girl and she went with the exact guy that I knew that she would. And he treats her terrible. Why couldn't she, you know, why couldn't she be with me? I'd have treated her right. You know, and you hear that story time after time. Hey, in high school, I was kind of a loner and, you know, I couldn't get girls. I couldn't talk to girls. I couldn't get girls interested in me and I couldn't make friends and this, that, the other. Guys get into it oftentimes because of those things. But what they quickly, or at least they should quickly, realize and find out is that, okay, you came to get better with women, but you stayed because you saw that you needed to make changes about yourself. Because once you realize, okay, if I'm going to be an attractive guy to women, there's uh, prerequisites that need to be established and need to be worked on. You know, like that's kind of like, you know, you hear about like inner game and outer game. A lot of those inner game concepts, like having healthy self-esteem, having a uh, having confidence, having competence, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, leveling up in every area of your life. Yeah. Not just dating. Exactly. Exactly. Not just dating. It's sort of dating will get you in through the door because it's like a real pressure pain point, like you're saying, like. I've got this need, I want it fixed. And then once you get through the door, you learn like, okay, I'm not going to be able to fix this with some Band-Aid thing of like, well, I'll learn some tips and, and techniques. It's like, no, I need to become an attractive person and I need to get my shit together on a, on a like, okay, what's my drive? So let's talk about that a little bit. So if we put dating to one side for a second, um, let's say we get a guy coming through your door 
and yeah. uh, and he's like he's like Dale, help me out on my in my life in general. He's sort of unfocused, undisciplined. Uh, maybe he's just come out of college and doesn't know quite what to do with his life. Um, where where do we go from there? What how are you going to start working with that guy? Well, the first thing that I'm going to do is find out what his major sticking points are, meaning what obstacles is he running into most often? And nine times out of 10, it's I'm afraid to approach. I'm afraid to walk up and talk to a girl in a, you know, at the mall, at a store, at a bar, wherever, you know, there are nine times out of 10, that's usually the main sticking point. Then second to that, it's because they don't have the confidence to do it. You know, and so that's kind of where we start from there. But second to that, I'm trying to find out, dude, what is your purpose, man? What path are you on? What are you trying to accomplish? You know, if I walk around my neighborhood, right, and I knock on doors, I'm going to take a survey and I'm going to ask people, what is it that you want out of life? You know, more often than not, the answers are going to be, oh, I wish I could make more money. I wish I could buy a better house. I wish I could buy a new car. Uh, I wish I could get my kids, you know, uh, set up to go to college. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. And, and those are all great things, but those are all knee-jerk reactions, man. That all sounds like something that you should say. It's not something that you're building towards, Right. Yeah, yeah. You want to demonstrate a clear path to success, not just talk. We've all known the guy that says that they're going to start a business, that they're going to do X, Y, and Z while they got the, while they got the, uh, the PS5 controller in their hand and, <laughs> and, 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 and hitting the blunt. You know what I mean? We yeah, all yeah. know that guy. And it's like, after a while, dude, it's just noise coming yeah. out of somebody's face. You know, because you know they're never going to do it, man. Even if they have good ideas, they're never going to put those ideas to action. That's what should be first and foremost is finding out what your purpose is and going out there and moving down that path. Because believe you me, you are on a path one way or the other. You know, you're either going towards your purpose, your mission, or you're going away from it. But you're on a path. Which one are you going to go to? You know, which one are you going to go towards? And now from there, you can decide, okay, look, this is the most important thing to me. This is what I'm trying to do. What women can I bring into my life that's going to be an asset to that and not a liability? Because it's a lot harder going down that path when you've got 120 pounds on your shoulder. It makes it a whole lot easier if that person's walking and walking next to you, helping you out. Right? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm completely in agreement. And I, I'm just thinking like methods by which, because what we're saying is that Dale, you might have um, a different, well, you definitely have a different personality to me. You, you're your own unique person. I'm my own unique person. And right. we have a certain destiny. And to some extent it's predetermined because there'll be something inside of you that's, that's leaping to come out. Right. And it's about finding out what that is. So you might want to do something like um, the big five personality uh, test, right? Which is to say whether you're extroverted or not, whether you're neurotic or not, whether you're open to new experiences or not, whether you're conscientious or not. And there's another one as well. I'm, I'm struggling. I was trying to think of it then, but I couldn't think of it. Um, and, it's, and it's 
go through that and, and like obviously your personality can change to some extent but there is a core of you as well the other thing is the myers-briggs uh 16 personality yeah. test doing something like that and finding and again like don't put too much stock by it i mean some people call it um like astrology for the middle class well, uh, but yeah, it, will, yeah. it will get you to a point of thinking um okay this is sort of where, like for me i know i'm extroverted i know i'm open I know yeah, I'm naturally yeah. not very conscientious, so that's why I've got to kick a boot on my ass. Do you see what I mean? And it's and right. but this sort of informs me, like, okay, I'm extroverted, I'm open. I probably want to do something where I'm going to take some risks. I probably want to be a bit entrepreneurial. I probably want to talk for a living to some extent, right? Yeah. And so, and then, and then I think that's like a good way that we can um, talk to our clients and say, okay, like. If we if we go through processes like this, we can sort of find out what is it inside of you that wants to leap out, and then you'll know what it is because you'll be really enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I agree, but here's the caveat to that that I think a lot a, a trap that a lot of guys fall into is like, okay, I'm gonna take the Myers Briggs test, right? Yeah, and I'm I'm INTG or what or what I don't even know what the acronyms even mean. Okay, but, <laughs> the, but what I'm saying is, okay, I take this test. It has now been declared I am this, so I have to live within the confines of this, and so I can't ever do anything else because I have to live inside of this box. Okay, and so I think that's a trap that some people fall into is. It, you know, like I, I see so many people, man, that are like, oh, I'm introverted. So I can't do that. Even uh, though I wanted to do that, I can't because I'm introverted. It's not because you can't. It's because you won't. Yeah. And all you've got to do is start stretching your comfort zone out a little bit by a little bit. Nobody picks up a paintbrush and is like, oh, well, look at this. I'm Picasso. Right <laughs> off the bat. You know what yeah. I mean? Nobody yeah. does that. I remember thinking that as a kid, just like, well, I didn't take to it. So it's obviously not for me, but of course you're right. It's like, yeah, every discipline takes work. Yeah. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, you small chunk it, you know? And, and so, and then see what happens from there. A lot of guys are like, you know, especially younger guys, you know, you know, we deal with a lot of like college age dudes and stuff yeah. like that or fresh out of college and they don't know what that purpose is. And that's okay. You know, you'll find it as long as you look for it. So I tell people like this, you don't know what your purpose is. I'm going to give you your purpose right now. I'm going to mandate your purpose. You ready? And they're like, yeah, okay, what is it? I'll be like, your purpose is to find your purpose. Meaning whatever is on the peripheral of your interests. Say you're, say you're one of these people who's like, you know, I think it would be, uh, it might be kind of fun if I took a cooking class. Man, maybe I'll do that one day. Make that day today. Yeah. You know, go out yeah. and do, just try it. Try it. It's like trying on clothes, man. I could try on this zip up and be like, oh, it doesn't really fit that well. Let me get a different size. Take it off and try that one on. I don't have to, just because I put this on and it's like, say the sleeves only come up to here and it's super tight on me. I don't have to be like, well, I guess this is what I'm wearing now. You know, <laughs> like, I don't have to do that. I was destined to wear it, so I've got to wear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So try things, try things that are peripheral interest because you never know, you know, you could go to a cooking class for a month and be like, you know what? I really, really enjoy this. And I, I, it seems like I have a natural disposition to this. Maybe this is something 
that I could really work towards as being my purpose. You know, like I said, Picasso earlier, you know, Picasso didn't know he was Picasso until he picked up a paintbrush and started working on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, LeBron James didn't know he was LeBron James until he picked up a basketball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like you got to just start and try and see what we're, I mean, look, people always bitch and complain about like, Oh, you know, there's just not enough, you know, uh, things to do, you know, like I'm always bored all the time, dude. Like I get it. COVID. Okay, fine. That's not going to be forever. All right. So when things start, you know, and we're moving in that direction of normality, dude, go on meetup.com, man. You know, go like, go to a wine tasting, go to a cooking class, learn a different language. Uh, you could do like, look, if you ain't got nothing going on, man, you know, five days a week, you could go out and maybe take yoga, maybe whatever. And you know what? When you're doing that, guess what? You'll also meet women too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even you know, like, even, even give the restriction of COVID, right? I mean, like, like. There's still a million things that you could do. You could be like, right, I am going to improve my 10 second sprint time just, just for a random goal. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, film it and I'm going to put it on my Instagram account three times a week. And I'm going to yeah. see if like I get any interest from people thinking, oh, he's, 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 he's improving his time. Like, did it, like if, if my friend was doing that on his inside, I'd be like, fuck, girl, this is interesting. Like, that's cool. And like, if it was like, you know, if, if it began this little process and like, it was like a, a little rock that got momentum going down a hill. It's interesting and it's something to do. It's something different. Like, so there really isn't an excuse, COVID or not. There really isn't an excuse. You're right. There, there absolutely is no excuse. You should be looking for things in your life that you want to level up, things you want to try, things that you want to do. The only thing holding you back is you. That's it. And, yeah. you know, I don't have money. Okay, fine. Go get a job. and use that as the sort like yeah okay the job sucks it's a shitty job but that job affords you to be able to do this whatever this is (laughs) yeah you know an arsehole avenue get yourself down to peru (laughs) pack up and get back here with cocaine no i'm joking (laughs) no of course not but no but exactly there's there's something you can do get on to uh get on to a website that's wholesaling and like, or like, you know, like, and or, or like do buy some eBay stuff and resell it on there. There's always something that you could do for a little bit of a side hustle and obviously pick a completely yeah. legal one. Um, but yeah, but no, I, I mean, it's, I, I think you're, you might um, relate to this as well, being a coach, like you're always kind of looking around for like universal truths. Like, so if you hear something in multiple different dimensions uh, or domains, sorry, um, yeah. Okay, that that's sort of ringing true now, right? And one of those things is just like, just like, like, and I, it's like go, like do something, right? Like make it as simple as just like go, right? And like I was listening to this thing, and this is really sort of off the wall, but I was listening to this um, these these biblical guys who are like looking at the symbology in the Bible, right? And this is like goes right back to there, and they're like, I think it's like Abraham, and they're like, um, God initially, or an angel initially appears to God uh, to Abraham. Yeah. And it's like, go. Like, that's the instruction. And it's like, well, go where? It's like, just, just go. And then once he gets to where he's supposed to go, Abraham, there's, the angel comes back again. And the, the, now the instruction is slightly more solid. It's, it's like, he gives him a specific task. Like, go and do this. 
I, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's, it becomes slightly more specific, right? And I think that relates to what you're saying about like, if you're 22, you just got out of college, you're sitting at home, you're hitting the blunt while you're playing PlayStation 5, go, like pick something, do it. Then yeah. once you get to that place, more uh, it, like reality will give you like a more specific communication, if you like. Like, yes. because, because like you say, you'll go and do the cooking class. You'll be like, okay, you know, the cooking was cool. Um, but I like the, uh, I like the bread making aspect of the cooking more than I do right. the general bit. Right. Yeah. And, so, and then, so reality is going to say, Ooh, you're going to like get pushed along this path a little bit more specific. So yeah, I, yeah, I, that's definitely the, what you should be doing, isn't it? Just yeah. do something. You walk through one door, it's going to open other doors. The where you think that you were going to be, you know, isn't necessarily where you're going to end up. Like you just said, Abraham. Abraham was 80 when that angel came to him. So you're never too old to just start. All right. The angel came and said, go. And him and his wife busted up and went to Egypt. And yeah. in Egypt, you know, they was trying to take his wife. So there was obstacles. Then he's like, well, this ain't working out in Egypt. So then he comes back to Canaan, yeah. establishes, you know, establishes his settlement and everything. And next thing you know, look, oh, looks like I'm going to have to sacrifice my son. Well, that <laughs> sucks. And then, you know, so that's another obstacle he had to overcome. And then, but what was the, what came out of that? All God, was doing, yes, God was doing that behind his back when he said the son sacrificed it. Because it actually, it turned out to be, oh, not right, really. Right. He didn't actually end up doing it. But the thing was, is that out of that, though, came, you know, the Jewish religion, Christianity, eventually, uh, uh, um, Islam, you know, like all the Abrahamic faiths. You know, God told him that he was going to have more descendants than uh, there's sand in the uh, sand in the ocean or sand in the beach or something. I forget exactly, you know, what the how it was. No, descendants. <laughs> you know, right? And and he's like, man, I'm 80. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, how is that possible? You know? And yeah, so like anything's possible once you start taking action and you start going out there and opening a couple of doors for yourself. Once you show the wherewithal that you can do it yourself, yeah. other people will say, okay, that person's on his purpose. That yeah. person's trying to do something and that's a rare thing. Let's give him a, let's give him a little bit of help. Yeah. And again, so I mean, like, let's again paint the picture for someone, say they're 22 like we say, they come out of college, they don't know what to do, they're sitting on their ass, they're playing computer games, and let's say they're smoking weed, right? And it's like, so let's let's start with basics. Like you're staying up till 3 a.m. and getting up at 12 every day and you're smoking weed every day, right? Is it right for you to smoke weed every day? Like, okay, maybe you get some creative outlet from it, maybe it relaxes you, blah, 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 blah. Is it right to do it every single day? We can probably say it's probably not right to do it every single day. Is it right to stay up until 3 a.m. every day, which means you wake up at 12, PM the next day, right? It's probably not. So let's start there. Try and get to bed at like 11. And then it'll be easy for you to get up at eight, right? Because that'll be eight and a half, nine hours sleep. And now you're up at 8 a.m. in the morning, right? Now you might want to say, okay, what can I do now that's productive? All right, maybe I'll go on a three to 5K run, right? Maybe I'll do that. And then I'll come back and maybe I'll have a hot shower. And maybe I'll end that by having a cold, like a cold 45 seconds after my hot shower, right? Yeah. And what's that going to do? That's going to increase my testosterone. That's going to harden me up for the gritty day to come. 
And then you say, you look around and you say, all right, like, what, how can I attack the world? Like, what, what, like, there must be some interest that I have. Do I like writing? Do I like speaking? Am I going to start a podcast? Am I going to start a journal? Am I going to start an article written over here, a blog, whatever it is? And then try it. Give it a whirl. Do it for the first day. And then, and then try and build on it. Try and yeah, build man. it. And, I, and, this, and this is just before you, you pop off, because I know this is your element and you can speak on this with real authority. Personally, of course, this is a new business. So I'm not like Bill Gates, like just follow me. I know the dating right. stuff really well. This other stuff I, I, I want to, I want to, I'm enthused about and I want to talk about a lot, but you're going to be the more authority to speak on. Man, look, here's the deal. So I'm a big advocate of what we've just been saying. You just start. You know, when I started Modern Valor Dating, all right. Um, you know, I, I was like, all right, one of the key elements that we need to have here is a YouTube channel. All right. And which we do. Okay. And where I started was, uh, my buddy just recording me on his iPhone, you know, and over the court, we just started. I wasn't like, okay, I got to have all the right gear. I got to have somebody that can, um, somebody that can uh, 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 edit these videos, <clears throat> you know, I was like, we'll just start and then we'll figure it out along the way. And now, you know, and, and I mean, let's call it what it is. It's not like our YouTube channel, you know, we're not Joe Rogan over here, but yeah, yeah. nonetheless, you know, in the last, uh, uh, well, basically since Christmas, we've went, we went from roughly 350 subscribers to now we're at basically 2,200 nice. since Christmas. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. now the things are started falling into place, you know, and I upgraded gear over time and things like that. And, you know, and I st there's still stuff I need to get. But nonetheless, yeah. you know, we things started falling into place that wouldn't have fallen into place if I would have been like, all right, here we can't start the YouTube channel for another six months until I buy this kind of camera this kind of microphone, this kind of background, get this kind of lighting, you know, all that stuff. No, man, you just start and then figure it out along the way. And, and like for, I think uh, obviously there's going to be disciplines and pursuits. Like, I mean, if we're going to climb Mount Everest, we're going to take our time and we're going to plan and we're going to pack and we're going to do our inventory right. and we're going to do all of that. But even then it would be the same thing because it'd be like, just begin, just begin making the inventory. Don't say, oh yeah, well, it's office in a year, blah, blah, blah. It's like, let's start planning for it now. Like, right. yeah, I think, because I don't want to get like, you know, sometimes self-help, they can say, oh, like, they're just telling you like, just it's, it's this like fluffy motivational without a substance. We, we're putting the substance on it here as well. But we're saying like, if you're that young guy, like, and so again, right, it comes back to this sort of mindset, right? And I'm sure you, um, I'm sure you worked this out at some point, Dale, where you were like, there's just no excuses. There really isn't. Right? It's just like I can like you. I've got my specific drawbacks as do you. We all have strengths, weaknesses, all the rest of it. But it's like if you take this frame of mind, which is like ultimate responsibility, like, uh, yeah, of course, there's some I can't decide whether the sun comes up or not. But I've got a hell of a lot of control of my own life and what I do. And really, like, yeah, there's just there's just no excuses. There's none. There really is none. Yeah, you and can't deposit excuses, man. You know, and life is all about equity, you know, in that what what you put in is what you're going to get back out and then some, you know. And so, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, you, you just have to not make excuses 
and control what you can control. Like you said, you can't control the sunrise, but you can control what you put in your mouth, you know, and what comes out of your mouth, right? Like you, there, there's things in your life that you can control, that you can make better for yourself, that you can build on those things, you know, yeah. like, I mean, sometimes there's limitations. Like, look, if I, you know, if I was born without two arms, you know, odds are I'm probably not going to be an NFL quarterback, you know, <laughs> you know, call me crazy, but kind of need, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, Hey, maybe I can still coach without arms. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, this is it. And it's like, um, yeah, I mean, and, and it's just, this is where you build from. I, like, I'm just going back to that 22 year old. I mean, I hope that they can get, something out of if, if they were listening to this I, I hope they could get something out of this and say like well yeah no this is it i'll just i'll just go and try something and that's not to say like uh drop out of university or drop out of college and just pursue your own dreams like with with, with no sort of thought, forethought but but if you are yeah if you are, if you are at a point in your life where um you're in a little bit of a slump it's like this this is how you're going to get out of it and it's the modern world is so quick to give you that victimhood, to give you that excuses. And it's tempting, right? It's tempting to be like, you know, look, some people are obviously like, they're depressed and it's like they're chemically, whatever, yeah. they're doing something horrific, grief, whatever it is, right? And they're just in a real hard place. And maybe me and you talking our shit isn't going to lift them out of it. But there's some people who aren't in that space, but the excuse of depression comes along and it's like, well, I could latch onto that. And they don't even, they're not even consciously thinking this, right? This is an unconscious thing. And it's like, yeah, I mean, to an extent, uh, my favorite film is a film called In Bruges, right? And they, they, there's a character in that. And he's like, he's like talking about being suicidal. They're talking about being suicidal. He's like, he's like suicidal. He's like, I'm suicidal. You're suicidal. We're all fucking suicidal. We just don't do it. And there's a truth to that. It's like, life's fucking hard. We all want that excuse. We all want to be like, don't judge me to regular standards because I've got this particular victimhood. We all want to be able to have that cover, but it's not going to help you in the long run. No. What's going to help you is taking that ultimate responsibility frame of mind and being like, I can fucking achieve something here, so let's go and get it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you're right, man. There's a lot of, uh, lot of victimhood. And it's really easy to latch onto that, like a security blanket, you know, yeah. and just like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hang on to this. Then yeah. but inevitably what happens when somebody does that, or they hang on to that, no longer is it just a security blanket. It's now attached to their ego. Yeah. And so when you try to tell them something that you're not attacking the individual, you're basically helping that or trying to walk them through a situation, but they're, they take it personal because yeah. now that thing, whatever that thing is, is attached to their ego. It becomes part of their identity. And then it's like, okay, yeah, this situation sucks and I wish I didn't have it, but it's who I am. And yeah. so I'm more, there, there, there's more comfort and predictability and hanging on to this toxic mindset, then there is the uh, the freedom, but the fear of the unknown of letting it go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. And so Absolutely. you have to be 
you got to be really careful, man, about yeah. hanging on to excuses because this is, it, it, it's going to happen over time, man. Just yeah, this, I, I completely agree, and it's like I think um, I think there is kind of uh, a straight white male privilege, if you like, but it's not necessarily the way you would think of it because it's like because you and I we, we're straight white males, right? And so we don't have a, a victimhood status that we can cling on to in, in that regard. I mean, you could say you could say something about depression or something like that, but we don't have an inbuilt identity victim card that we can play, right? And to an extent, that is a privilege because it's like there's, there's nowhere to hide. There's no excuses, and the society's not going to allow me any ex excuses, um, and so I've just got to get on and do it. Whereas, say, if I was a black dude and I was like, uh, I bought into some of this stuff that was coming at me from society, which is like, oh, I'm oppressed, blah, blah, blah. It would sort of make sense if I didn't make a success of myself. I'd be like, well, of course, like, I, I'm, I'm not to blame. Like, do you see what I mean? So whereas we yeah. don't have that comfort blanket, so we're, it's just go out and do. And that, that in itself is a form of privilege, even though it might not seem like it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of splitting hairs a little bit, but I mean, I think it depends on where, you know, that maybe the overarching uh, theme of society, I guess, but like, like myself, for instance, you know, I grew up in a predominantly black area. Detroit. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, like me coming up, it was challenging in the fact that I, I'm, I'm the minority. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. What I mean? And I'm yeah. not saying that, it, again, you know, that's not victimhood mentality or anything like that. But, you know, I made plenty of friends and whatnot. But the thing is, is that um, I find it to be, to not be very helpful to look at society as a whole and in and, and, and general, like, I'm this, so this is, uh, this is the privilege or the unprivileged that I'm should or shouldn't be getting. Oh, of you know course, I mean? no, of course. I mean, of course, these these labels are it's a it's a complete nonsense up to top yeah. to bottom, isn't it? Because if you're a gay, good-looking black guy from from a well-to-do middle-class family with money, of course, you've got more privilege than a one-armed, right. ugly white dude <laughs> who's broke from a broken home. Like, of course. So it's all nonsense anyway. But it's just I'm just saying it's. It's part right. of the excuses that come at you from society. But uh, yeah. Well, listen, man, I mean, we've done about 40 minutes here. I, I was trying to do about 25 minutes, but I was just that much interested in what you were saying. But um, I told you, man, you gotta watch, <laughs> you gotta watch the clock, man. <laughs> no, but you brought it, man, you brought it. And I, no, I would love to uh, sit down with you again sometime if you-, if you Oh yeah, absolutely, time. dude. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and I'm impressed with this, because obviously I'm, I'm trying to get my sub count up as well. And, and we're we're in it's still it's still in double figures in the minute, so I need to get right up there. So we'll have to have a, we'll have to have a chat about how you got that numbers up. But no, that's brilliant, man, and um, and thank you very much. And, well, thanks uh, for having me, man. The honor and a privilege, you know. Thank you, sir. Thank you. No, it's all mine.